Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. I'm Brendan McClenahan, and I'm the pastor of Victory Point, and I'm with Jesse Like. You want to say hello? Or... Say hello. <laughs> We're sitting in Jesse's house, um, and the cat is roaming around somewhere around here. But uh, we are gathering together on the first day of the week to read scripture, our Bible reading plan. We have them all out in front of us, and we're going to be talking through each of these scriptures one by one. Um, And just for those of us who look at the scriptures and the Bible reading plan and think, wow, this is really a random group of scriptures. I wish that I was just following one book of the Bible or something like that. Let me give you some of a context for where these scriptures come from. These scriptures are picked by the Revised Common Lectionary, which follows the church calendar. So right now we are in Epiphany. We're about to enter into Lent and in the end of February. And we are um, we are in this season of Epiphany that talks about um, the reign of Jesus, the reign of Jesus. Jesus is King, Jesus is Lord, and he's bringing his kingdom to bear on the earth. And so these scriptures are from the Old Testament, the Psalms, the New Testament, and a gospel, and they walk you through those themes. So this week, you're going to see, um, especially these readings this week, you're going to see a lot of overlap and tie-in. And for me, what I love about this reading plan is the fact that I'm reading across scripture. I'm getting a balanced diet, so to speak, of scripture, and it's helping me read scripture against scripture. So I learn things from about Exodus, for example, because I'm reading it alongside Second Peter that I would not have seen otherwise. It helps me understand um, the Gospels. It helps me understand the whole of Scripture, not just zoning in on you know the New Testament or something like that. And um, it it gives me a really strong uh, understanding of Scripture. So that's what we're kind of passing on. If you're uh, reading along in your Bible. These readings only take about two minutes to read. Hope you read them a couple of times and just really process and ask, what is God saying to me and what am I going to do in response? Um, But today, uh, Jesse and I are going to start reading these scriptures. And um, this week, we're going to be reading one scripture at a time uh, every day and reflecting on it together. So let's just start off with the first one, Exodus 24, 12 through 18. Jesse, you want to read that for us? Yeah, absolutely. All right. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and wait there, and I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and the commandment, which I have written for their instruction. So Moses set out with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up into the mountain of God. To the elders he said, Wait here for us until we come to you again, for Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever has a dispute may go to them. Then Moses went up on the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called to Moses out of the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on top of the mountain in the sight of the people of Israel. Moses entered the cloud, 
and went up on the mountain. Moses was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. Thanks, Jesse. So first reading of this, what, what just immediately strikes you without thinking about it too much? What, what draws your attention? The, the two things that struck me kind of right away was multiple times being told to wait. Hmm. Um, and how hard that is for me to wait. I'm not good at waiting. Um, but God tells Moses to come up onto the mountain and wait there. Moses tells the elders to wait here for him. Like there's that theme a couple different times. And then the other thing was that Moses had an assistant that with, with Joshua. So those are the two things that initially just jumped out at me. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Come up to me on the mountain and wait there. I'll give you the tabs of the stone. He ends up being there for 40 days and 40 nights. Um, but not until he's waited six days for God to actually come through on what he's saying, um, on the actual formal invitation. I love that. Uh, I didn't even see that. And then the elders are having to wait at the bottom of the mountain. Um, that's a really interesting part of this, and it is hard to wait. Um, yeah, and I noticed that part about the Joshua thing too. I love that uh, God invites Moses under the top of the mountain, but he brings up his assistant with him. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's for accountability, if it's for um, safety, it, whether it's for uh, just training up Joshua and wanting to make sure that Moses is not the only one getting these, you know, uh, maybe Joshua's getting an eyewitness as well, but also Joshua's learning how to commune with God maybe. So maybe Joshua's kind of like an apprentice here. I love seeing that. Um, that's one of the first things I noticed. What else stuck out to you? Um, I just... At the very beginning, I, I just thought, man, Moses has been waiting for this. This is a, a big moment to be able to meet face-to-face with the God who rescued them from Egypt. And I just was thinking about the anticipation he must have had mm-hmm. to actually meet with this God face-to-face. And um, and the and, and so just the anticipation that be able to, then, then to be told to wait um, would have been really hard. Um, and I just thought... There's that seventh day. Uh, when I think of seventh day, I think of Sabbath. And I'm thinking of um, maybe the fact that they're referencing six days and then the seventh day. I'm thinking about creation, you know, working uh, for six days. I wonder what God was doing those six days. And then on the seventh day, he calls Moses out of the cloud, um, just like God does with the first people, where on the seventh day he rests and they enjoy Sabbath with God and he calls to them in the garden. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. And then 40 days and 40 nights having um, a lot of significance uh, for, you know, like 40 years and also Jesus' time Temptation. in the desert, um, uh, Noah on the, on, on the ark. So I'm just thinking about this, the different overlaps that I'm seeing. I'm really excited to get to the next scriptures in the week, though, because I think there's some cool overlaps with the, the cloud that covers the top of the mountain and the glory of the Lord that's displayed. So um, I was thinking about that, that too, but um, mostly it was the anticipation of meeting with God and ultimately God giving the law, which redefines their identity and how much they need that at that point to be told, how do we live as free people now that we've been saved? Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.